Good morning, Megacon. How are you? You sound real sleepy this morning, Megacon. How are you doing, Orlando? Ah, there we go. That's more like it. All right. Now, we need to make sure that we maintain that level of energy because we're going to have one of our legends among legends, one of the princesses among princesses out on the stage here shortly. Everybody's excited to see Jody, right? A couple of quick little bits of business. Uh, at the end of this panel, if you could do me a great big favor and exit to the doors to your left, we have a very tight turnaround in this room all day, and that would be a big, huge help to all of us. Think we can do that? Yes? Okay. We've got, we've got a couple fun little surprises planned for you. Uh, I, think, I think we've got a good show in store. Has, uh, have a lot of you been looking forward to this all weekend? A lot of you, Ariel, by far, your favorite Disney princess. I see a lot of Ariel cosplayers in the audience. Very good job. All weekend, I've seen Ariels all over the place. So, so let, me, let me check again. Do we, have, do we have the right level of energy to bring our honored guest out? Do you think you can do just a little bit better than that? Just a little bit better than that? All right, then let's bring her out. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Jody Benson. No, that was Boom. me. That was me. That's the sound of love. That's the sound of love. <laughs> well, hello. How's hello. Orlando been treating you, Jody? Awesome. Awesome. It's just so weird. This is the first time I've uh, been to Orlando in 34 years that I've never been to the park. It's so weird to not, you know, get off the plane and go straight to the hotel, drop our bags, and get on Everest. The, the weird coincidental thing. Four times. This, uh, this trip to Orlando for me was the first time I went to the parks. I'd oh. never been to a Disney park before in my life. You're kidding. Uh, we came in a couple days early. We did Magic Kingdom. Oh, we, uh, we, went and took, we went and visited you Good. Uh, all over the place. How we made was sure I? To, we, you, you were lovely, Good. statuesque. Good, uh, as, as you are That's all good. over the kingdom. <laughs> uh, now, I've got a few questions for Jody, uh, and those of you who've been to our Q&A so far know that, uh, that these are all about you. We want to get questions from the audience. We have a couple of microphones set up in the audience. We've got one right here, one right here. Awesome. And I'll, uh, I'll turn it over to you guys when, when, when it's time for audience. I'm sorry. Awesome. Well, we've already got somebody up at the microphone. We have somebody right. standing I, for a question. I do. I have something to say. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble hearing you. Could you... Yeah, sure. Could you come yeah. up on stage? I, I can't, see, I, I can't see you. I can't hear you very well. Oh! You know, for some reason, we have a microphone right here. Hey. Look who it is. Yes, yes. Ariel and Eric reunited once again. I just wanted to say that um, when I was a very young man, uh, <laughs> a friend of mine was pressuring me to get married. And I said, I know she's out there somewhere, Grims. I just haven't found her yet. <laughs> And I did find her, yes. and we've, we've been married now almost 30 years, almost I think, almost yeah. 30 years. 30, <laughs> that's right. And I just wanted to say it was the best decision I ever made. Okay, thank you for it there. Let's hear it, everybody, Christopher Daniel Let's Barnes. Let's hear it for Christopher Daniel Barnes. <laughs> they let anybody into these rooms. Yeah, I mean. They just anybody. Anybody can just roam in. Yeah, he's awesome. That's crazy, isn't it? It's so fun to get to do this with him. We've done a, I think we did Dallas in this show together, so it's, it's very fun to have our little booths next to each other, and we can chit-chat in between. So many, people, so many people out here, big fans of yours, big fans of The Little Mermaid uh, and the, the legacy that it has left. What, what were you a fan of uh, as a kid growing up? I mean, you, you've yeah. been into musicals going, going a ways back? Yes, a ways back. Well, but I grew up with uh, Cinderella. 
since that was the year that I was born. So I was all about Princess Cinderella. It's, it's really cool because you can relate to these characters. So now when I talk to people that come up and, and chat about Ariel and what, it, you know, what she means to them, and I can relate to that, you know, because for Cinderella to sort of have this lockdown life going on and she wanted something more on the outside growing up in a small town and realizing I had these big dreams, but I, I was in an area where I didn't think those dreams could come true. So that was just a princess that I could, you know, really relate to. Growing up in a small town, there there is that very much, you know, that that Disney I want, you yes. know, dreams can come true kind of story for you. Yeah. What what was it that motivated you to look at a career in performing? Were wow. you was it watching movies? Was it was it a teacher? Was it a family member who moved you that direction? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I didn't really get to. Um, oh hi, you guys made it. Hi, I'm so glad. Um, yeah, I, I, I did not get to be part of a lot of things. We didn't have a lot in our community. Um, I did grow up singing in church, um, but I had never seen like a, a theater production or a Broadway show or a touring show in Chicago or anything like that. I just had this innate love uh, inside for, for musicals and for Broadway and Barbara Streisand, and um, I think just listening you know, to her albums and growing up and just seeing what a brilliant actress she was uh, just you know, made a huge impact. And, but it's interesting to fall in love with something that you really haven't had a relationship with. So, you know, and, and you guys have heard these stories, but you know, when I was eight and I said that's what I wanted to do, it's kind of like, well, where did you come up with that? You know, I mean, I, I, had, I hadn't seen a Broadway show. But um, obviously had, had just had something in my heart that felt like that's something that propelled me to go towards that dream. Did you have a go-to Broadway show that you played the record over and over? A Chorus Line with Marvin Hamlish. Uh, I kind of wore that LP out and, you know, choreographed it in my basement and had costumes and stuff. And so it was just so fascinating that, you know, my second Broadway show was Smile with Howard Ashman and, and Marvin Hamlish. And for them to write, you know, Disneyland for me to sing, it was just, you know, it's incredibly magical, the mosaic and the journey that God designed for my life as he designs for all of our lives, that these steps that we take, whether they seem to be positive or negative at the time, they, they have a plan and purpose for each step along the way. And it's fun now at my age kind of looking back and realizing, oh, okay, that's pretty incredible. So I've, I've had several of those moments in my life, and that's really a blessing. There's this really wonderful connecting of the dots that, yeah. that, that there is in your story. You bring up Howard Ashman, who right. you know I, I love talking about. Any opportunity to yeah. enhance the legacy of this brilliant, brilliant man yeah, who a lot of people deserve credit for the golden revival of Disney right. uh, that began with The Little Mermaid, but mm -hmm. so much of it is very directly tied to Howard Ashman absolutely. and Alan Rickon. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, All what of what it was is. it like... Uh, interacting with him. I mean, was he involved from your earliest auditions? Did you meet him later on? Yep, he was day one. I think I had, um, I, I, I want to say maybe five or six callbacks for Smile, and both Marvin and Howard were there for every single one of the auditions, and I just remember Howard being so genuine and passionate, and I could tell that he was an actor's director because he was an actor and a performer himself, and so he had a lot of compassion being on the other side of a table for those of us that you know were nervous and 
maybe um, kind of freaking out. Um, he was a very calming sort of effect, and uh, I just remember him being so kind and so gracious um, to the point where I think it was my fifth or sixth callback for Doria Hudson, who was one of the leads, uh, which would have been my first you know, starring role in a Broadway show to create, and of course to sing the song Disneyland, which was so magical. Um, that, you know, we're going for round five or six and dancing and doing all this. And within like the first 30 minutes, he came over to me as I was dancing in the front line in a group of four. You know, we're just sweating and we're just pouring it out there. And he's like, you know, Jody, can you meet me out in the hallway? And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm getting cut. You know, I'm getting cut now before I even got a chance to present this choreography to the team, uh, the staff at the table. And I just, my heart just sunk, because I was like, just let me, you know, get to the audition part. But he called me out in the hallway, and we stood, he goes, I can't do this to any, you anymore. I need to tell you, you already have the part. And I just fell apart. I literally just started sobbing in his arms. And he goes, I just couldn't take this anymore. I can't do this to you anymore. Now I want you to go back in there. I want you to dance and sing, and I want you to have a great day, and just don't worry about it. And at that point, I realized this guy really does understand the heart of a performer, and that makes a wonderful director. It really does. Just, just a genius and, and so kind-hearted. Did he bring you into the process for the Little Mermaid auditions? Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was absolutely his call? It wasn't his call. It was an interesting thing because um, Smile closed, and again, you've heard all these stories. I apologize, but for some of you that haven't, I need to connect the dots. But... Um, our show tragically closed very early. We were supposed to run for years and years, and um, it was probably opening night with the horrible reviews that we got from the New York Times, thank you Frank Rich, that shut the show down within six weeks and we all lost our jobs. And you know, for those of us, I was married and, and we had a, a co-op and we had payments to make. And you know, we were prepared, you have to be prepared to lose your job in a day, but um, a little bit of notice is always nice. So when the show tragically closed, Howard was already working for Disney, and he so kindly invited all of the girls to audition for the movie, not necessarily just for Ariel, but for anything in the movie. And again, that was a gracious and generous offer on his part. So he opened the door for me to be able to have an audition, and then he was detached from it from the rest of the time because... Um, my name and photo were not attached to my reel-to-reel -reel tape, which is actual tape that you can hold in your hand. We don't have that anymore. Um, and a, a, year, a year later, it came down to myself and my co-star, and Bobby. So Howard was blown away that out of all of the hundreds of tapes that these guys were listening to for Ron and John, for our directors, that it came down to two of his smile girls. So he was so thrilled, but he had no final say about it. It was the team only, the production team. So he was thrilled. Um, you know, when I got the job, he was like, I really had nothing to do with it. You know, I just opened the door and I was just like, thank you so much for changing my life. His good taste is the reason that all of us have this wonderful <laughs> thing that we love so much. That, but I'm, I'm certainly grateful that, that uh, God lined it up for me to, to be part of this project. Well, now how did that, that relationship continue through production? He, he, was, he was very hands-on. He, yeah. was, 
He yes. was very, very attached, especially to this material. Yes, yes, to Beauty and the Beast. Yes, to Aladdin. But very, very, very specially attached right. to this. Well, you know, because he was solely responsible for bringing Alan on board. Um, he kind of pretty much told the production team and the producers and the executives that we're coming as a team. That's just how it's going to be. So Alan will be the first to tell you that it's because of Howard that he is part of the Disney family and has won, you know, Oscars and <laughs> Emmys. I mean, all every award that you can possibly win. He will tell you it's because of Howard Ashman. So um, I think because I had never been behind a microphone before and did not know what I was doing, um, he created the atmosphere for me to, to be doing a Broadway show, which is what I felt most comfortable with. And so we created the scenes, you know, in the recording studio, and he stood right next to me, uh, inside this, the booth with me, and, and then Ron and John, our directors, were behind the glass. And Howard knew how to get me exactly where I needed to be emotionally, and to how to deliver the lines, and how to get myself into that place. He could play all the parts um, beautifully, and it was just really amazing. So it was total hands-on for me. So Ron and John are not insulted when I say that Howard was actually my director. And, and they were so gracious about that and didn't have egos and things where they just realized we're trying to get a great product here, whatever it takes to get the great product. So they didn't let their pride or ego get in the way of Howard. Um, and if you were smart, you would just let Howard do what Howard wanted to do because he was so brilliant and he was always right. Now, some people didn't like that about him because, again, pride and ego and insecurity can rise up. But I was smart and I just did exactly what he told me and um, I was in good hands. Now, uh, do we have people? We got people starting to line up. I got, I got we have Ursula We've who's very Ursula. scary. All right. Let's let's get some more people up to the microphones. We're going to turn it over <laughs> to you guys in just a minute. I've got I've got one more on this on this thread for you. You're not going to hurt me. Yeah, I saw She's her coming in. I said we've got it. We got a friendly Ursula. Friendly Ursula. <laughs> now, uh, of course, uh, part of your world, this iconic song. What was what was specifically the the directing process with ha with Howard like on that song, uh, guiding right. you through this yeah. very very iconic performance. Well, I think, you know, coming from Broadway and coming from the stage with diction and uh, volume and projection and all these things that I was trained to know how to do, it's totally polar opposite for the recording studio. So Howard would, you know, we, we'd laugh about it. I'd be like, I know, I know. I'm like singing to 1,500 people in a theater and I'm just not doing what you need me to do. He's like, I just need you to stop performing. I need you to stop singing, really. I just need you to tell the story of a monologue and just realize that these lyrics are a monologue from her heart, and I need you to simply tell the story. So in order to create that environment, you know, he turned down the lights, he stood right next to me, and he just whispered. He whispered everything that was going on in the scene. You know, you are just floating in here. You are by yourself. You feel devastated with your dad and the rejection. And you're looking at all of these things that you've collected. And just gets you in that moment. Um, 
And he said, you know, you're not going to probably like the passes that I'm going to select because you're not singing and they're not all perfect and the notes aren't perfect, but it's getting across the heart that we need. Um, and he was right. And again, I just had to trust him on that and, and kind of let it go and just realize that he knows best. You know, he wrote the song, he recorded the song. I literally imitated him on the passes. Um, so what you hear me do in the film is actually Howard. You know, I, I, I knew how to follow direction and trusted him, you know, 150%. Let's turn it over to you guys. Ursula. Ursula first. Hi, thank you for taking my question. Sure. With all of the Broadway and voice acting that you've done, I know it's a hated question, but who is your favorite worst person to work with? Like, they made you laugh, and it takes so long to work with them because it just, <laughs> it's that hard, but they, you love them anyway. Hey, that's right. Um, I kind of had to stop working in the studio with Sam Wright as Sebastian when we did the <laughs> TV series because he, um, he, he's a perfectionist like I am. But it would take like an extra two hours to get through a 30-minute television episode. So I had to start recording by myself. And it wasn't, it wasn't a bad thing. It was just that I was doing a Broadway show at the time, so I didn't have all day to just play. But we would laugh, and he would just get going on everything. And, of course, he'd ad-lib a lot of the script, which was hysterical. And I'm like, I love you, and you are so funny but I don't have an extra two hours, you know, to get this job done. I got to get to my next job after this and take a nap in between. And yeah, so I'd say Sam Wright is so talented and, and so creative. Um, and like I said, he's a perfectionist like I am. So you put us both in the studio. We want to do 50 passes on one line, you know, till we get it right. Um, yeah, so that's a great question. No Thank one's you. ever asked me that before. <laughs> right over here. Hi. Hi, Hi. honey. I was wondering, what is your favorite part about being Ariel? What's my favorite part about being Ariel? Wow, that's a great question. I've never had that one either. I think the longevity of, you know, 30 plus years getting to meet all of you amazing people um, and to hear your stories. And each and every one of you have a story. I'm looking out here now, and I know a lot of your stories just over this weekend. Um, I think that's the greatest impact for me, that it's, it's not a job, it's not a paycheck, um, it's not necessarily an animated character. It's more like a relationship that kind of connects me with all of you um, that's really, really special, you know, and it, 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 it really means so much to me, you know, to get to hear and see and watch what you're feeling when we meet. Um, because I know you're not just meeting me, you're meeting a memory and, and making that special connection with the film and with the, with the character. So that's my favorite part. Thank you. It's a great Thank question. Thank you, great question. A, a little follow-up that actually yeah. that makes me think of. Th there are a lot of famous fans of The Little Mermaid. Uh, one of the more prominent of recent years, Lin-Manuel Miranda, yes. named his son Sebastian, <laughs> loves the movie that much. I know. Have, have, have you, have, I've have never you, have met you, him. You haven't met him yet? No, I haven't. I, and he may, I know he, he's working with Alan on the live action, so I hope that, you know, when that 
is all coming into fruition that Alan will let me tag along and get to meet him one day. I, ca I cannot wait to see the little Instagram video of him freaking out meeting <laughs> you because like, that'll, be, that'll be the greatest thing yeah, of all that time. That would be incredible because I'm a huge fan of his. I have not seen his show yet, either of his shows. Well, so look, don't he tell hasn't seen that. you yet, but that, so it's fine. It's so fine. it all comes You'll out You'll see together. his show That's when right. he comes to see you. Yes, I do need to see <laughs> one of his shows, definitely. Yeah. Right hey, how here. are you? Hello. Um, with the new Wreck-It Ralph movie coming up, how did it feel getting all the Disney princesses together for the first time in one movie? Yes. Oh, we got to be careful with NDAs and yes, stuff. Yes, yes. That was super, super fun. Um, we did not get to work together, but most of us were together at D23 last summer. Um, and for me, that was one of the first times I'd met about six or seven of them. Uh, so that was so much fun. You know, we took pictures together and got to kind of make a connection with each other. Uh, so I think that'll be a really fun, fun movie to see come out in November. Yeah. That is one girl gang I wouldn't mess with. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You don't want to mess with all of us <laughs> together in one room. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, right there. Hi, hello. Hi. Um, so I, I love The Little Mermaid. But also, my favorite video game growing up was Grandia 2, where you, uh, you voice Millennia. Oh, that's right. And, and so... <laughs> I forgot that. It's don't I use a, cert, don't yeah. I use a uh, fake name on that, though? Uh, Do I have my name on that? You've been found out. No, <laughs> you, you, you have your name on it. So, so I was wondering, uh, <laughs> uh, what was your experience like uh, voicing that character, especially compared to a character like um, Ariel? That's a PG-13, right? That's a, oh, yeah. That's a rough one. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting because um, a friend of mine is the casting director on a few of these projects, and I just kind of like, ooh, yeah, I, I, I can't, you know, I can't say these kinds of words and this sort of language and this sort of a, a, a visual look, shall we say, of the character. So we kind of had to go with a um, little alter ego kind of name, um, and then they were sweet enough to let me change the dialogue. Um, because it's like I wanted to work with my friend and you know it's kind of like I want to help you out because we were good good friends um, but yeah so it's a little different doing something that's out of my comfort zone um, but I enjoyed all the action part of it uh, I was very new to all of that so that part of it was really fun when they'd say okay this is going on right now and these are the sound effects and so I enjoyed tackling something I had never done before. Thank yeah. you. Well, thank you. Um, hi, uh, my sisters and I love the Little Mermaid movie and TV show growing up, so. Is that, Kel is that who's that? Uh, yeah, my name is Kelly. Oh, it's Kelly. I thought it was you, sweetheart. I just couldn't see with the light. Hi, honey. Okay, so um, out of the TV show part, um, what was your favorite episode and why? Ooh, favorite episode and why. And I think we've got about 34 of those. Um, and you'll know the episodes better than I will, because I, I think I've seen them all, maybe once. I'm, I'm definitely, and I should remember the scripts in my head. I, I particularly liked the episode where, is there another princess or another character who is deaf? Yes, that, yes, and the then Ariel, episode. which, what's it called? Everybody's very excited all of a sudden, so I think we, we've, we picked the right one. Gabriella, thank you. I just thought that was a really beautiful episode with the signing, and that's something I've always wanted to learn how to do is how to sign my song. 
because like at Candlelight Processional in, in, uh, at Walt Disney World, they sign when I speak and when they sing, and I, I get so distracted, I just want to watch the, the signers because so, it's so beautiful, it's such a beautiful dance. So um, I just thought that was really cool that we were delving into some other areas to connect with some other children and how to just make it more inclusive. So that was a great question, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you so much. In fact, it's our sister's favorite episode, too. Oh, great. Well, that's perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I just wanted to know, since the movie's been out for a very long time, I just wanted to know how you feel about it, because next year we'll be turning 30 years old. That's right. I wish I was turning 30 years old. <laughs> Doesn't work that way, does it? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, um, it still is today. I, I think one of the people that came to the table today asked me a similar question. And I know I give this answer a lot, but the only way I can describe it is like it's an overwhelming feeling like of gratefulness, thankfulness. I still am blown away that all of you come to these things to meet me. You know, it still is very overwhelming to me that people will wait in a line. I wouldn't wait in a line to meet myself, you know? <laughs> no, I really wouldn't. And um, I mean, no offense, I don't mean that like in a negative derogatory way, but I just wouldn't do that. That's just my personality. But um, so I think I, I just am absolutely amazed at the fact that people have made the connection between the character the film, and somehow I get to be part of that, that, that magical moment for them. It's like a, it's a privilege and sort of like I'm just sneaking in to their private life in a way where I get to be part of that moment of magic for them. Um, and so it's a, it's a real honor, you know, and so each person that comes to the table, I want to make eye contact, I want to have a conversation, I want to hear your story. It's not like I just have my head down, you know, sign, pass, sign, pass, sign, pass. Nothing that, nothing wrong, I'm sure there are people that do that, but that's just not why I'm here. You know, I'm really here to kind of find out about you. You know, I ask people, where are you from? What do you do? I'd like to kind of hear how the story connects to them and, and seeing that they can make that connection of the film into what they're doing now and the impact it made, like you said, 30 years ago. So that's a great question. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Hi again, Jody. Hi. Um, so I'm sure you can absolutely rock anything Disney karaoke, <laughs> but in a broader sense, what's your music taste and what do you like singing? Um, that's a great question. Well, it's really funny that when I'm in the car by myself, I like silence. And um, it's kind of funny, I guess because I'm a musician and a vocalist, and my kids will tell you this, and it's, it's a weird thing and it's hard to describe, but I can't listen to music that has a person singing with lyrics if I need to just kind of relax because my jaw locks and I start to form the words and I start analyzing their vocal technique and I start to really like stress out in some ways. I really do and it's kind of like my head twists and I start to, I, it's really weird. My kids are like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's not something I can control. So in some ways music isn't necessarily 
uh, something I do as a pastime, unless it's strictly just orchestral, without somebody singing. But as soon as someone's singing, and this is just kind of a weird thing about me, and it's not something I can control, I start to analyze the vocal technique and wonder, like, are they, are they healthy? Are they singing from a healthy place? Ooh, it sounds like their nodes, they've got some breath going on there. Oh, ah, and I get all stressed out. <laughs> so that's kind of weird. So um, I sing pretty much if there's something, uh, a song that I feel passionate about, like I'll just sing it in the car by myself. I don't usually sing in front of people, you know, or even at home with my family because they're like, oh, mom, stop singing. Because it's like what I do for a living, so it kind of looks weird like if I'm walking around the house singing. So I'll whistle or I really like the song from The Greatest Showman, but the girl that she doesn't sing it in the movie. I guess she's an actress who's lip-syncing somebody singing in the movie, which I thought was kind of strange because everybody else does their own singing except this character, so I didn't quite get that. But the song itself is a, a lovely story song, and, and it, I feel something in my heart when I hear that song. And also the other song that Kettle, is that her name? Kiala? Kiala, that song, ooh, it has so much passion in it, yeah. So those were two songs that I've, I've listened to in the car because I just love to hear their heart as they're telling a story. Yeah, mm. I know, that's weird. It's kind of a weird thing about me. Look, look, weird fan interests, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you. Hi. I got hey. Gorgeous, um, what's happening. Um, so when I auditioned for my first musical in college, it was part of your world. I realized I can't sing, so that's fun. But what's your favorite Disney song? Uh, real, qu real quick, though, what, what musical were you auditioning for? It was for the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. A great oh, show. wow. That's cool. That's an interesting combo, the singing that song for that show. Yeah. But that's I fun. That's awesome. I was learning things. Yeah, no, no, no. It's all good. It's all you should sing what you feel. You should sing a song that you feel something. So that's really good. Um, well, of course, I'm going to say my favorite Disney song is my song, just because... I mean, no, you gotta but stay just, on brand. You I know? mean, yeah, no, but probably just because of Howard and you know paying tribute to him. Um, but I'm a huge fan of the Hunchback score. Um, I I love that. I love the underscoring and I love the scoring of that. I love the songs as well, but I love the score. It's just. Oof, just so breathtaking for me. So when Alan, um, you know, we went to Tokyo together or whenever together, I always tell him, Hunchback is just, it's just something really breathtaking about it. And, and I'm not sure where he was at with his life right then and without having Howard as his writing partner. And, and um, yeah, so I think that's a really, really beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, thanks great. for the question. I appreciate it. Hi again, Jody. So I have a Quick two-part question. So one is, um, when you played Ariel in Kingdom Hearts, which of the games you were you starred in was your favorite out of the ones you starred in, and what's your favorite Walt Disney World memory? Okay, I didn't hear part one, sweetheart. Okay, so let me so let me just do it again slowly. Sure, no problem. Um, when you played Ariel in Kingdom Hearts, my favorite video game series. In Kingdom Hearts, okay. Kingdom Hearts. Well, yes, which, yes. What was yes. her which, favorite part of doing the Kingdom Hearts? Yep, like which uh, which game was your favorite um, okay. when you started in which which one that you started in which was your favorite? Ah, okay. Probably the first one, I would say. Um, and 
being part of that series has been really wonderful. But anytime that I get into the recording studio and I'm able to bring Ariel to life uh, is always a really magical time for me. I have a lot of fun in the studio and the directors and the staff that I work with, they really trust me to look at the script and make sure that it's gonna sound like Ariel and it's the way Ariel speaks. We have a team at Character Voices that always checks the script to make sure that the characters stay in perfect harmony with the way that they were originated. So that's sort of my job is to be able to make sure that it holds that credibility to the original film. But I would say doing Kingdom Hearts 1 uh, would be my most favorite, getting to work with the staff um, and to learn about their project and as they're excited to kick it off. So thank and you. Your other thing that you did part two favorite, was favorite uh, Walt Disney World memory. <gasps> Ooh, favorite. I mean, th there's Walt this beautiful Disney thing on the World on the DVD memory. and the Blu-ray of how your kids have grown up oh, uh, yeah. you know, going through various phases of oh, experiences yes. with the parks. Um, I think getting the opportunity to bring both of the kids when they were first born um, let's see, Delaney was probably six months and McKinley was probably five or six weeks old, I think, when I had work at Disney. And of course, probably the most magical moment is introducing them to Mickey Mouse because that's just, you know, he's everything and he's, he's my boss. And <laughs> so I think it's just really cool to get to like, this is Mickey, you know, and, and telling Mickey that this is, this is my child, and this is their first time to meet you, and just that that really special, uh, that's really special to me. Very special memory. So. Thank you, Joe. One of those, oh, one yeah. of those real Oh, golly! Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Did Thank I you. answer your questions? Yes, you did. Thanks so much, Jody, and I hope to see you around while I'm here in Florida. I do, too, and, I, and he's a cast member, and he serves the customers with customer service, and he has such a wonderful, wonderful heart. So if you see him at Walt Disney World, make sure you say hi. Let's hear oh, it for our cast members yes, at Disney our World. cast members. Love our cast members. Lots of cast members this weekend. It's been fun. Hey. Hi, Jody. Hi. Um, so this isn't really a question. I just wanted to let you know how much you mean to me. And I work at the, your show at Hollywood Studios. And, Perfect. Um, and I didn't think I was going to be able to come today, but when I saw you come out on the stage today, I started crying almost. You're like my idol. Oh, you're so sweet. What's your name, honey? Heidi. Heidi. Oh, thank you so much. I just love that you are a cast member because you have a passionate heart. I, I'm, I know this wasn't really a question, but you mean a lot to me, and I'm so glad I could make it today. Well, I'm so glad to meet you, too, today, Heidi. That's a blessing. And that's, that's what really touches my heart, you know, not, not just with cast members, but with anybody that has that kind of a heart for our company and for our parks and for our characters. Um, you know, we make that connection, and it, and it matters to you. And, and so that means a lot to me. So I appreciate you saying that, Heidi. Thank you so much. I hope I get to see you. I later. hope so too. Well, I will be at Candlelight uh, December 25 and 26. Okay. Um, so I'll do three shows on Christmas night, which I'm excited. And then the next day, and I think I'm on hold for the 27th, depending on who the celebrity is in front or back of me. Sometimes I grab one of their days if their schedules get changed. So I'll be back. Buy your tickets now. There you go. WaltDisneyWorld.com. <laughs> I'll be back for Christmas. Hey, Jody. Hey. So everyone knows you as Ariel in The Little Mermaid, 
But do you have any other voice characters that are possibly your favorites? Oh, that's so sweet. Um, you know, it's interesting that you, you know, when you are part of the voiceover community, you do make a connection with each and every one of your characters because they're, they're little pieces of you, you know, that you get to leave with you as an audience. Um, I think I especially like Barbie just because it was kind of like the first time. Um, there were a lot of clearances you went through for, for her, that, right? Yes, yes. She wasn't part of Toy Story 1 because of Mattel, um, and then Mattel quickly changed their mind. Um, but I did, I, did, <laughs> I did voice the Barbie workout claymation in 1981. Um, I don't think anybody has it, but it's a VHS. I think I have it somewhere in storage, but it was a Claymation Barbie workout video. And so actually I am the very first voice of Barbie. And I had to tell Mattel that when I started doing um, Toy Story because they said, oh, we have a, a girl in Canada that does the, the um, direct-to-videos. And she's our first, that's the first time we ever, and I said, actually not. I'm your first voice, <laughs> yes. and uh, they didn't know now. it. <laughs> they didn't know that I had done that. It's hysterical. It's an hysterical VHS. So when I came to um, to do with Pixar, Dixie uh, with Disney Pixar to do Toy Story, I told them I said I've actually am the first voice of Barbie, but they didn't know that, you know. And I didn't audition for the film. It was just the powers that be that, and I and I remember asking them the first day like why did you select me to do Barbie? And they said, well, you do Ariel, and we knew that Barbie was in there. And I was like, really? You know, Because normally it's like when you're a character, they just want you to stay that same character. But Pixar was like, no, we just know that you have that Barbie inside, and we're going to find her and bring her out. So, <laughs> yeah, so Barbie's really fun. Was, those were some really fun days in the studio, play, playing with actual Barbies. <laughs> Very fun. Yes? Hey, Jody. Um, two part. First, uh, positive compliment. Thank you for being so open and public about your faith on social media and bringing mm. up during the panel. I just really applaud <laughs> you for that. Um, my second part is kind of the converse of what he says. Um, do, you, do you regret doing Rhapsody Street Kids, that really bad Christmas special <laughs> with Paige, Mark, <laughs> Nancy? It's so funny that that just came back up. I think there was some <coughs> something about that. Smells I don't know critic. if I even watched it. It's so funny because like I don't remember a lot of the projects I've done because I call it BC before kids. <laughs> so before kids and before being a homeschool mom for all these years, a lot of my brain cells I've used up, you know, as far as that goes. So I don't have the greatest memory. Well, it's just really bad. Um, but I think, you know, you, you jump onto projects and especially if your friends are doing the projects and Sometimes the agent knows if it's going to be a valuable and, and good project, and sometimes, sometimes they're not, you know, but you don't really know. And um, sometimes you do a job for, for a job's sake. Uh, so some of those projects probably fall into that category of it was the right thing to do at the, at the time. Um, as far as your part one goes, you know, that this really is my ministry as a believer is, you know, God gives me the opportunity every single day and especially when I'm in this environment to give a word of encouragement to each person that comes up um, to give them a smile to just um, give them a word of hope 
Um, I can pray. I can tell them that, that uh, God loves them. I get to say thank you, you know, for your support. So I don't want to miss any of those opportunities, you know, because life is short, and I want to make the most of every day that I'm here. Um, I'm not guaranteed tomorrow, so I better make today count. So I think, you know, for me, um, these types of events, they have a much deeper meaning for me. I look for the appointments for the day, and I'm excited to see, again, how God lines up certain situations and certain people to be at the right place at the right time, and um, maybe I get to be part of, of their story as well. So, yeah, I take that, take that very seriously and with a lot of prayer, you know, coming up each day. So thank you. Okay, I appreciate thank you your support. Thank you for being respectful to me and my girlfriend for answering our questions. What? Thank you for being respectful to me and my girlfriend for answering our questions. Oh, absolutely. Yes. All right. You're welcome. Oh, so that was his girlfriend? Yeah. That what he yeah. Said? Oh, cool. Awesome. Oh, they're so cute. What a cute couple. So, okay, so I I've didn't got realize you guys were dating. Oh, that's so sweet. I've got, I've got good news and bad news. Okay, the bad news is I think we got time for two more quick ones, oh, okay? But the good news is we've got something special for you once we're done with that and, and before we finish things is up. This, is this room going to be taken by somebody Yeah, right it, now? it's, oh, it's, it's a real tight turnaround. I'm but sorry, but we have something really lovely that, that, uh, that, oh. that you're doing for everybody. Yes. Okay, yes, yes, yes. yes so yes, I yes. apologize to the other people with But questions. you are here the rest of the day. I am. I'm going to be at my table. Uh, for the rest of the day, we have a Some two, photo ops, I, think I think we have a two-time of a little breakaway for photo ops, but those don't take but five, ten minutes. Um, and if you go to Courtney, who's the front of the line, and, you know, just check in with Courtney, and I, and I will definitely be here, and we will see everybody, even if it's past five o'clock. Yeah. Well, if, you, if you haven't yeah. seen her yet, so she is one of the most generous, wonderful well, uh, guests so that sweet. we have at these shows. But if you have a question, please do come up and find me. I'd like to answer since we made you stand in line. I'm sorry. Right. Yes. So next to last right. and final one. Hi, Jody. I hope my little survival kits helped you this weekend. Um, I have a CD at home. It was released by Paige O'Hara. It is all children's music, yeah. and there is one track of you and she singing When You Wish Upon a Star. Right. And I just love that it's Belle singing with Ariel. Yes. But I wondered, how did that come about, and are there any other plans for more princess duos? I know. <laughs> well, actually, Paige and my husband uh, worked opposite each other in the national tour of Oklahoma in 1981. So Paige and my husband Ray and I, we've been friends long before Disney. So we go way, way back. Um, and she's a dear, precious friend. So whether it was even Belle or Ariel, which of course is just bizarre, once again, <laughs> that of all the people on the planet, two people that have been friends for as long as we've been, and it was actually between her and I for Belle. Mm -hmm. And she called me that night and she's like, I just went for my final call back. They want me to come back tomorrow and they wanted me to come back as well. And she said, and I said, so what did they say? And they're like, well, they want me to sound like you. And I was like, that's so strange. You know, Paige, just sound like you, babe. I mean, you're, you're perfect for this role. And so it was between her and I for Belle. And, of course, I changed my voice and had a little bit more of a legit sound and not so pop or contemporary. And, uh, and I remember Howard calling and saying, it, it, it's going to, to Paige because we are now releasing who the names are of the people. And to send you back out on press tour, it's going to be a conflict of interest. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I am so thrilled for my girlfriend. So it was neat. So, of course, when she called, would you do this project? And do it in a heartbeat because we're friends. So, yeah. Great. Thank you Thank for you saying that. Thank you very much. And we last have an Ariel. Of course it's an Ariel with a trident. <laughs> you got to save the Ariel for last, right? Ariel is first in my heart, even though you're the last question person. But you're still first. Oh, 
Well, thank you. Um, and thank you so much for coming and talking to us today. And oh, absolutely. And spending time with us this weekend. And, um, I forgot my question for a second, now I remember it. Um, when you think about how long like mermaids have been in lore and just it have been a thing, does it just kind of throw you that your character is the most famous portrayal of a mermaid? Yes. <laughs> yes, when you think about Hans Christian Andersen and when that all began, to just be part of the journey and now that people connect this um, folklore character of, of a mermaid, uh, and, and connect the dots with Ariel is, is really beautiful and really magical. And again, you know, my number one word for describing everything is overwhelming. Not overwhelming in a negative way, but just in an impactful way that, you know, I don't take it for granted and it is kind of fresh and new every day. Um, and same thing when you come to the table and you may say the same thing that somebody said right before you, but it's different for me because it's coming from you. And, and I want to, you know, just realize in the moment, you know, how precious this is. So, yeah, thank you for that question. I appreciate that. That was thank a great you. last question. Now, yeah. everybody have fun. This was good? Yeah. You did a good job? Okay. So. I'm going to get a sip of water while you're talking. You get a, you get a sip of water. Again, uh, when we do uh, finish up here, if you could exit to the left, uh, that'll help us get the next panel loaded in. The reason that I'm uh, buttoning my jacket and getting ready to get off the stage uh, is because I wonder, uh, Jody, if, if you feel up to giving us a song. You guys have this all queued up, ready to go? No, we haven't uh, done a sound check yet, okay. so if it's okay with we'll you guys, can I just hear yep. what it sounds like, since I don't have a monitor up here? If you don't mind, one second. This, we don't, check one, two, two. Can you hear me on top of that track? Yeah. You can? Is that good for you? Okay, good. Okay, cool. If we can go ahead and, and bring it back to the beginning, Jody, the Everybody, stage is yours. Everybody, can you say thank you to my dear friend? He's incredible. The stage is yours. All right, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. So wonderful to get to be here with us. Hold one second. Um, I just want to say thank you, guys. Hold one second. So sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's so bad. Um, Listen, I just want to say thank you guys for coming out this weekend and, and getting to be here in Orlando and, and not in the parks is, of course, just so weird. But it's, I feel like I'm in the parks because I feel like I'm with family. I feel like I'm with Disney cast members, whether you really are or not. You are Disney cast members at heart because of your passion and your love for our company, for our characters, for our films. And I just get the opportunity to say a huge thank you, you know, for allowing me to get to be part of your world for all these many years. I appreciate that. Thank you. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think of the girl, the girl who has everything? Look at this trove, treasures untold. How many wonders can one cavern hold? Looking around here, you think, sure, she's got everything. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. 
the people are. I wanna see, wanna see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, feet. <laughs> Lifting your fins, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, strolling along down a, what's that word again? Street, up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free. Wish I could be part of that world. What would I give if I could live out of these waters? What would I pay to spend a day warm on the sand? Betcha on land, they understand that they don't reprimand their daughters. Bright young women, sick of swimming, ready to stand. And ready to know what the people know. Ask them my questions and get some answers. What's a fire and why does it? What's the word? Burn. When's it my turn? Wouldn't I love, love to explore the shore above? Out of the sea. Wish I could be part of that world. God bless you all. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it.